seven minutes away from 10 o'clock. Our number is 0800 150 811. Chance for you to be the voice. Yes, join us. Let's talk with beautiful thing called sport. Before we get to Mikey, who's first up, just uh, update you that the uh, Soccer Ashes are uh, going the way of Australia. They've won by two goals to nil. One goal each half. New Zealand looked competitive in the first half. I think we slightly shaded possession, had uh, just as many shots. None on target, though. And unfortunately, the second half, Australia has just flexed their muscles. Absolutely bossed the second half. Uh, possession, uh, attempts on goal. And uh, Jackson Irvine made it two goals to nil uh, after 76 minutes. And unfortunately, that old issue has read its head again. New Zealand shots on goal, zero. Zero shots on goal. So now New Zealand slumped to another one. In the last 11 and a half games, and I'll say 11 and a half games because the game against uh, Qatar was called off at half time, right? Uh, the last 11 and a half games against sides outside of Oceania, 11 and a half games, six goals, 16 conceded, one win, three draws, and another loss, unfortunately. Um, oh, well. Your thoughts uh, on that, if you so please. G'day, Mikey. Thanks for holding. Welcome. Oh, no worries. Um, two things, if I may. Um, firstly, on, on England, I absolutely give them a chance against South Africa. I mean, I understand why South Africa would be favourites, and if I was, I guess if I was throwing money at it, I probably would back South Africa. But England can play an effective and also, at the same time, very frustrating game, um, which could they could get one over on the box. Do you have any idea what the TAB odds are on that game, on that matchup? Um, you, you just elaborate, though. Elaborate on that point. Um, you know, w- when you think about England's game plan, what suits them well for a knockout game against South Africa? Um, I would say their defence will definitely improve. I would say their kicking game is very effective. I would expect to see quite a few drop kicks. Any penalties they get, they're not going for the corner. They're going for the posts. And uh, if South Africa aren't careful when they give away too many penalties... Um, then England will, will grab that. Owen Farrell is a, is a very, very good kicker, um, and I would, I could, I could see them upsetting South Africa. I really could. Well, I've just pulled up uh, the TAB's page, and the last numbers we did have it looks like four dollars eighty for England, four dollars eighty, yeah. and a dollar seventeen for South Africa. The draw, I've got to get the draw. Yeah. Twenty six dollars. Yeah. Um, and just the other thing I'd like to just quickly bring up is I noticed yesterday, also on, on comments online, but also on the station, there was quite a lot of chat about how Ireland really, at the end of the day, aren't a great team and won't be a great team in five years' time, which I'd just like to pour a whole lot of border dash on that. Owen Farrell is too good a coach. <laughs> is too good a coach um, to let that happen. Um, and, and apparently there's a lot of good young players coming through I expect to see Ireland as a world force for easily the next four or five years and probably in the top five, top four, for sure. And that would be... Well, their youth, program, their youth program needs to be lauded uh, for what we've seen over the last few years. Uh, so I expect that talent uh, factory to continue to produce. They're going to go from Ronan O'Gara to Johnny Sexton to Crowley, it seems. He looks really, really talented. A really talented fly-half. I know he didn't come on uh, off the bench, it would have taken some cojones for Andy Farrell to remove Johnny Sexton in the last sort of five, ten minutes when you're chasing a game, uh, even though there was maybe an argument that uh, Sexton had run out of legs and had run out of ideas. Uh, I know they're really high on Crowley, and we all know how important a 10 is. And the great thing is if Ireland and France remain 
um, going the way they're going for the next four or five years, then it means rugby for the next four or five years is just going to be absolutely brilliant and it'll be like, a you know, like, well, who do we pick for this game? As opposed to, well, it's always going to be the All Blacks or it's always going to be South Africa. So that, that makes sport a whole lot better in my mind anyway. So thanks, thanks, Daniel. Cheers. My pleasure, Mikey. Thanks for leading us off today. 0800 You can text us on double eight double three. That is the temper and bedpost text machine. You are listening to Mornings with Ian Smith with Brant's, your local John Deere equipment supplier. couple of messages. Um, I did ask, how high on England are you? How high on England should we be? Three drop goals for England, and they have a chance, right, Scott? Scott, thank you, Scott. Do appreciate it. Uh, Patrick, oh, this is quite a light, lengthy one. Uh, morning, Daniel. The current All Blacks team remind me of the French team of the 1980s and 1990s. They are a real Jekyll and Hyde outfit. I think we will smash Argentina, then South Africa will smash us in the final as our s- small Savia and Kane won't foot it with the big units. I think Fozzie's terribly selected ABs have one more angst for us. The Jekyll and Hyde continue. This regular loss system that Fozzie has going simply isn't good enough by AB standards. Bring on Razor. Wow, they've, they've just beaten Ireland and you still can't give Sam Kane and Artie Savia credit for fronting up against a, a big forward pack? And ter- what, what, what terrible selections is he making? Can, can you outline? Uh, what terrible selections is he making, Louis? Could you help me out with that one? Hey, Ian Foster. Bring on, bring on Razor. I'm... <sighs> yeah, Ian Foster. Bring on Razor. Oh, um, strength. Well, I guess, you know, you can't also just... We can't also just forget what we were saying before the weekend just because the, the result. Like, we can't change our tune just like that. I, I think... Uh, a lot of people still didn't, still don't think that Bowden Barrett is the most effective fullback we have in the side. Um, I guess the proof's in the pudding, though. They bet Ireland, so I'm willing. And as I said, I needed to see before I believed. I'm willing to back this coaching unit and now to say they have got a formula, and I think it's it's right or die at this point. So I don't, I don't bring that. I don't look. I'm here in Christchurch. I'm not the bring on razor sort of person. I was at the casino on set Sunday morning screaming with my all black scarf on like I, I didn't agree with all of the, everything we did in the lead up but you support your team until the cows come home so well, no, no cow bells um, at all ever ever no cow bells we don't do cow bells we do cows coming home um, oh, interesting around um, South Africa England I, I think England can absolutely stink it up and win this game and I think South Africa are kind of in that boat, similar to us about Jekyll and Hyde. Like, South Africa can't go into this thinking it's going to be a lay-down Mazir, especially if the game gets slow. I don't know what the weather's doing, but I know that it is cooling right down in South Africa. What if there was some rain? What if it was very breakdown? There was multiple tackles in the game. England are a big enough side to be able to go set-piece to set-piece and kick goals. I'm kind of surprised by those odds, to be honest. And 14-1 um, to 1 for England to win a World Cup at the moment, as Andrew McKenna pointed out. Well, they're not, they're not drinking the Kool-Aid over there, are they? No. How Chickle and Hyde have we been in 2023? The London's the really good case for the the bad, isn't it? That that was a non-event. They just didn't turn up. But at France, I can kind of ca- 
catch, you know, give them a break. No, Lomax, Tupuvai started at blindside flanker. People forget that, right? New Zealand were missing some really important players. Uh, there was no Geordie Barrett's. Um, so th- the, the there performance were reasons. in Dunedin against the Wallabies was pretty bad. They won, but for the first for the half, team. yeah, yeah, it was a yeah but that's, no, was it? But, but that's still a team. Like that's I'm just looking at performances. I'm saying Jekyll and Hyde. They are the same team. They wear the same uniforms. I like, think they've been more consistent this year. I think they were really Jekyll and Hyde last year. Yeah, but the, no, bar like, the, was the greatest so example yeah, exactly. Of, yeah, but you but you win an Al- you win at Alice Park and then you turn around and lose to Argentina in uh, Christchurch. Prime that's example. Right. Prime example. Kevin writes, Morning, Daniel. I think history will show there is always an upset at Rugby World Cup semi-finals. I hope not. Two, refereeing. Ben O'Keefe is a brilliant referee, and as is his Australian counterpart. The only problem Ben has is the losing team when he officiates. Surprising, Louis? Have a look at what Francisco Guardia is paying at the Caulfield Cup 13s. Uh, from Kevin to Tarangi. Appreciate that. Um, keep your calls coming too on 0800 150 811. And the Cricket World Cup, please comment. How good? Who had the Netherlands beating South Africa? <laughs> As I tried to, tried to illustrate in my sermon, the, the one-sided bullyathons that South Africa have uh, dealt out to the Netherlands in past Cricket World Cup games. Uh, extraordinary result. Extraordinary result. G'day, Cliff. Or, no, or is it break first? No, we'll go Cliff. Hello, hello Cliff. Yeah, good morning. Yeah, no, that was a shock. The Netherlands are not a bad unit. They've got a they've got a reasonable bowling attack, and they bat reasonably well down too. And uh, look, Australia got something going on about their cricket team just at the moment. A bit like uh, you know our football team getting beaten up two 0 and. Just mm. really not looking. They, the, the New Zealand football side just doesn't don't seem to be able to find someone who can take the ball towards the box. You know, I mean, we've got Chris Wood there, who's a reasonable striker, but he it looks like he's not getting the ball at all to even have a go. But we've got to be a bit more dynamic. I mean, England England are up at the moment three one with well an injury time against Italy. Now that says a lot for England. Italy always have a good side. They're always pretty solid through the park. But for England, with old Harry Maguire at centre-back, he must be playing his, his game of his life. Well, the Stones beside him is a, a very good player. And they've got a great midfield. England England are pretty solid right through. And, you know, it'd be nice to see them do well in Europe again, in the European Cup. It's the old Cup. I think they'll do really well. I think they'll do very, very, very well. Yeah, I'm not going to no, say it's coming home. But it's it's very solid. You wanted to make a point about the rugby, Cliff? Oh, yeah. Look, South Africa, I think they'll be far too strong for England and the rugby. I don't rate England at all. I think they just get... They've just had enough to get through to where they are on a, on a weak side of the draw. Uh, South Africa, I, I've been talking about them f- since the start of the season. They, they're ready for this World Cup and they've been ready. they've been ready for us. You know, they, they had that game in South Africa where they dropped a few players out and we and we beat them, maybe save Fozzie's bum. But, the, you know, they picked it, they picked us off in that game at uh, Twickers at the start of it. And they're ready. I think they're going to waltz through England and uh, and they'll be ready waiting for us. And, the, and the, you want to see their eyes, I reckon, in the final when we're doing the haka. Ekebeth is a leader and... Uh, 
Yeah, it's, I'm looking forward to the final. I just hope it's us in South Africa, and I hope we can, I hope we can take them down because they're the side that I want to see us beat big time because they're our enemy. Hey, good on you, Cliff. Appreciate your thoughts, really do. Uh, 14 minutes away from 10 o'clock. This is Mornings with Ian Smith, minus Smithy. Back after the break.